The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Wednesday from the star in Frisco here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, as we preview the Dallas defense going up against the Indianapolis Colts on offense Who? as we move into the latter parts of the NFL season alongside Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Week 13 is officially upon us as wow. we turn the page. Took a little bit to get here because it felt like the Cowboys played the Giants on Thanksgiving a week ago. Oh, wait. It was nearly a week ago by it this was. point. This is where the long week pays off, though, mm-hmm. right? Finally. Where you get a little bit of rest. You got to get this. Just a smidgen. Not a ton. Not a lot. Yeah. But just a smidge. Just a smidge. Smoking a pancake. And a pancake. <laughs> and they Normally, it. you they made me it. sad by saying coming to the end of the regular season. That's a little somber. Right uh, there. I no, mean, there's still, still six, six weeks left. Yeah, yeah. No, six but that's going to go by so fast. Plus postseason. Just a third of the season. You know, six games plus a Super Bowl. It is going to go run. by quick. It's going to fly by. I mean, think about it. <laughs> the, the college football. Last year, that was only a week, sir. <laughs> college football regular season is over. Mario Bean. <laughs> Sorry, oh, sir. I just had to use those reality. But the college football regular season is done. No, that is no, it's going not. Into, that is going into conference. Yes, it is. Yeah, you're going into conference yeah. title conference games. Conference weekend. We should be there, yeah. but sorry, bud. Formalities. Yeah, you, I was about to say mm-hmm. you kind of got the short end of the stick, and yeah. the Utes ended up in that title game. Tell you who will be there. Who's there? Our teams. You darn right, they will be. Facts. Go Mean Green, taking on Go UTSA dogs. down in the Alamo. <laughs> All right. I don't know where you is going to be at yet. Mm. We have to wait and see what happens with the with the Fair. conference game. Got to have Fair. seven the conference plays. game. The conference game has like. I think if USC wins, something weird. So I don't remember what it is. USC versus Utah. And whichever, depending on what team wins, we might get bumped up and get into one of the big boy balls. If USC wins, then they have a chance to go to the playoff. Yeah. But if they don't make the playoff, they'll probably be in the Rose Bowl. And then if they lose, I think Washington would probably be in the Rose Bowl. It's kind of how it is. And your boy will be there. (laughs) Yeah? You want an extra ticket? I'll go with you. Let's freaking go. I'll wear all the purple. Oh, yeah. I'll wear all the purple. That's right. I've always wanted to go to the Rose Bowl. like Hamburglar. The Rose Bowl. (laughs) That's Barney. I can do that. I love you. Oh, no. You love me. I've... That's a sports bucket list thing for Rose me. Rose Bowl? Is the Rose Bowl. Yeah. I've always wanted to go. I watch That's it every fair. single year, no matter who the teams are in it. Okay. I love the Rose Bowl. All That's right. like one of my, my go-to ones. Like, like the there. actual stadium or actual game? The actual game. Okay. Like, I, I, I can buy a ticket and go to a UCLA both, game. Actually. Not the same. The stadium didn't do anything for me. Really? Yeah. I like, See, playing, but the, I like playing in a Coliseum. The game, though. Oh, yeah. 100,000 strong. Mm-hmm. Making me quiet. Mm. Oh, mm. you want to go to shut them up? Oh, shut them down. <laughs> <laughs> shut them down and there's shut nothing, them up. There's nothing like shutting up 100,000 people. Nothing yeah, like I've it. never had that that instance. Have you, Patrick? No, no, you ever had nor, that opportunity? Nor have I. Nor have I. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even have to do a snotty nose. Mm. 
<laughs> Where did no. they come from? I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's talk some some news and notes for the Cowboys. Believe it or not, yesterday Ooh. was not a quiet Tuesday. It was not. There were a couple things that happened around the star. Please do tell. Patrick, what's going on? Well, first and foremost, the Cowboys waived defensive end Terrell Basham mm. on yesterday afternoon. Is there was no corresponding roster move, um, which leaves – you know, a little bit to the imagination. For me, not a lot is left to the imagination. I know there are people on Twitter who immediately jump into OBJ or they're making room for OBJ. No. OBJ hasn't even started his visits just yet. Those yeah. are supposed to start in a couple of days or so. But, so. but somebody is about to get a really good freaking defense in. Oh, and Terrell Basham? Yeah. Yeah, once he's, he's assuming he's going to get a productive healthy, guy. Yeah, because yeah. he, he yeah. And, and point of housekeeping for those that don't know, after the NFL trade deadline, Everybody is subject to waivers, every single player. So Basham is, was not released. He was waived. Yeah. Uh, so he has to clear waivers in order for the Cowboys to reconsider him for yeah. the practice squad. I do not, not see him. Not John Ridgeway didn't clear waivers. Exactly. Terrell Basham ain't clearing waivers. Yeah. Um, now, I would love to eat those words later on. What uh, time does that kind of come it. down? Uh Today at like three, right? Yeah, but it has to be by four p.m. Eastern time, three p.m. Okay. Central time. You would utilize your Christmas wish. Yes, yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> it's just chances of that are slim. It's not going to happen. But and and also the waiver order changes on a week to week basis based mm-hmm. upon NFL standing. So mm-hmm. the Cowboys with a record of eight and three, they're towards the the bottom as far yeah, as not, waiver yeah. order. But um, but is that in relation to a possible Decepticon that you posted on your on your Twitter account? I'm that's walking? where I was leading. Okay. And, so those that are saying we'll get to that. Those that are saying uh, it's for OBJ, it's too soon for OBJ. Didn't have to make the move for a guy who's not in the building yet, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, or even imminent to be in the building yet. Number two, I don't see how it would be for either Teron Smith or James Washington because you're not going to just throw those guys into practice and then say, guess what, you're on the active roster for this coming Sunday. No. They have to have their 21-day windows activated. Both would need to be acclimated. And now we go to... Okay, it sounded kind of robotic at first, but then you actually said the word Decepticon and it totally messed it up. It went away. It sounded like you were like elf or something. Like You were up in the North Pole. Did I sound like, like Mrs. Cat on Boomerang? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That was a good one. Wow. That was a good one. <laughs> Tech McKinley. Woo! I feel like this would be a great opportunity for Tech McKinley. Mm-hmm. Um, my gut tells me. Now, nothing is official, obviously, but it'll be interesting to see if today or before the week is out, if the Cowboys make the decision to uh, activate Tech McKinley from the practice squad permanently to the 53-man roster because now you have a seat, and guess what? It's a vacancy created by yeah. a defensive end um, being waived. Did he always look like that? Tech? More Did you see less. what he posted? Yeah. yeah I thought it was me for a second, but then I realized I wasn't no walking days on the sideline. No days but, off. For that guy. No days <laughs> off. Like, yeah. seriously, no days off. He's he like angry. Yeah. I I, he, he was, was focused. focused. He was focused. So the Cowboys elevated him from the practice squad last Saturday. Um, it, it appears as it was insurance because they were dealing with illness and going back to the mini-buy, that came at a perfect time because the Cowboys were tired from three mm-hmm. days, three games and 12 days, plus illness was, you know, virus, virus was making its rounds. So they're getting healthy, but – while elevated from the practice squad on Saturday, he was made inactive on Sunday. Complete surprise to a lot of us. But now, does that are, utilize one of their? It does. Okay, it does. Um, which would be a moot point if they 
sign him to the active yeah. roster this mm-hmm. week, right? So, yes, it does clear the way for Tech McKinley, which will be a re, uh, an official reunion with Dak Quinn. Oh, Dak Quinn. Dan Quinn. <laughs> Shouts out to Dak. See, I got Dak on the brain. Uh, Shouts out okay. to Dan Quinn. But a reunion with Dan Quinn. We see what Dan Quinn was able to do with Dante Fowler. If if Tack McKinley can get back to the form he had in year Jeez. one, two, and even three before injury yeah. struck in Atlanta, and you're talking about from a rotational capacity behind Durant Armstrong, behind Demarcus yeah. Lawrence, in addition to Sam Williams, Dante Fowler, the Jeez, list goes on. The and Dallas on. Cowboys right now. Yeah. I'm 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 ready for my guy. And I pounded the table. Those that followed me back in 2017 knew and they know. Tack McKinley was my dude. That yeah. was my guy. And Dan Quinn, by God, I love you, but you stole him from me. You mm. stole him from me. The Cowboys were going to take him, but you stole him. Yeah, they really liked him back then. He stole him, and it led, us he was, to, it led us to the burrito. He was he was, destroy, <laughs> he was destroying Dallas in the first oh, was yeah. the first series or two, whatever it was, before he pulled his groin. Yeah. Like, was it last year? Last year. Yeah. He was destroy, like getting off the ball like a madman. And like Tech creating issues, and then he pulled his groin. And I was violent. Like, yeah, and we talked about it when we we were talking about Indomitian Sue. You said you Attitude. wanted an a hole. Yeah, you wanted that. a d head. As far as in between the lines, Tech is is visceral. He's nasty. He's filthy, McNasty. When it's time to get after the yeah. opposing quarterback, and you saw the video I posted in uh, Decepticon. It's even more impressive in real life. I still I can't get past the fact that Isaiah thought that Tack looked like him. <laughs> you saw absolutely Did slid he? that in there. I think it. Looked, I, didn't, I didn't catch that. I thought it was old footage. Yeah, he was, walking outside. Uh, like, he said, "Oh yeah, I thought it was me." Really old footage. Really old footage. I think it looks more like Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. Than it looks like Isaiah oh, Standback. Oh, you call it. Oh, so But yeah, so Tack might. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it. But there's a seat. Available for a guy like Tex McKinley to come in and and <laughs> start contributing to a pass rush. That's already yeah, the best in the league. There's rumors, oh, and, and he's also a very a very effective run stopper. Yeah. So for those that that's kind that of don't know where I was about to go yeah, is the sack numbers have never been massive with Tack McKinley. He had 20 sacks throughout his career, and most of those came in the first two seasons when he had 13. So he had six in 2017. He had seven in 2018. So most of his sacks came in the first two seasons in the NFL. However, he's always been good at stopping the run. He's able to get from gap to gap. He's able to control the edge and set the edge. There are things that he can benefit this defense, while other guys will be the pass rushers. You can get D-Law. You can get Micah Parsons. You can get Dante Fowler Jr. and Dorrance Armstrong. Those guys, wow, I just named four guys that can absolutely wreck a pass rusher. So with all this... Pass added her. pass rushing and yes. defensive ends. Do does this mean that Micah is going to be falling back to the second second level? Sidebar for those that are following a little bit of not necessarily breaking news, but news that people have been waiting for. James Washington has been officially designated to return to practice from IR. His twenty one day window starts right now. Mm. I didn't answer Isaiah's question. No, it did. No, but, but that news came news. right down the that's wire. So, yeah. okay. Back to what you were saying. That's, that's really good news. <laughs> yeah, back to what you were saying. Because I was concerned. Yeah. Well, we, we, we talked about it yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. We talked about it yesterday. So, here we are. Good to have him there. So, he's got 21 days of a window Before to. Before the Cowboys have to put him on the active roster. Be on the active roster. Or revert him back to season ending IR. That's kind of scary. What not would be lie. the motivation? With, with James for, Washington, it would be there. Yeah. So, question for you. If he's not. 100% health. Let's just say he's not. By the 21-day window? At the end well, of the 21-day Well, even day like window. now. Like if he's not even, say he's not even in the 90th percentile right now, what would be the motivation for this training staff to activate that window right now? 
Right now? Yeah. There's no benefit, right? No motivation at the so, moment. Yeah. Okay. So for them to designate him to return, mm-hmm. he should be relatively close to healthy. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. he told me a few weeks ago that he was 100% healthy and that the final hurdle was, in fact, the mental aspect because he had never suffered a major injury yep, in his football that. career. So that. he had to figure out how to come back from that mentally. Yeah, he's still going to be dealing with that. And Yes, he is. And, and game reps. Yeah. Game oh, reps. yeah. You need actual live reps in order to get that Dang. done. Game reps. This feels a lot like last year, man. Why? Just guys, your team getting better. Coming back. Towards the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Towards the playoff, potential playoff run. Sure. You're getting stronger. You feel the momentum. You feel like you're kind of. Well, you're playing better. You're, you're playing, playing better. Well. You guys are getting healthy. You're getting guys back. Like, it just feels very much like last year. Which is why the season won't end in six or seven not. games. Hope not. But Hope wasn't not. that, and I realized that it came a little bit off time as far as the news is concerned, but it was right. it's right there in the rundown. It just, mm-hmm. it worked. No, it worked. It, it worked. So there's, there's, there's <laughs> rumors. No, it did. It worked. It worked. It worked. It was I fine. even saw it on, on NFL Network. Everything's and, fine. Uh, NFL, <laughs> as I was walking in. It's all good. We're NFL all Network good. was talking about how Tyron, <laughs> Tyron Smith might return to practice next week. Is that, you have anything on that? Uh, no. Okay. It's possible. That's the rumor that they're they're throwing out there. It's it's possible. Okay. Uh, and I mean, it's, it was possible for this week. Yeah. So being that it was possible for this week, it's absolutely possible for next week. Yeah. And it, it's going to continue to be possible until it doesn't it happen. But yeah. I will say that it becomes increasingly more possible and likely as the weeks progress, because now we're about to cross paths uh, across the the threshold into the month of December. And my thought process on you know in the conversations that I've had is that the Cowboys in the beginning were looking at a mid-December return for uh, for Smith, for Ty, the older Ty Smith. So we're, we're going up against that because it doesn't look like it's going to happen this week. James Washington gets today. But we'll see because they still yeah. have until 3 p.m. Central time today yeah, if they want to do another move. Got you. So just because James sure. is up right now doesn't at 9.30 doesn't mean, yeah. mean Tehran won't be up at 2.59. Uh, but if it doesn't happen this week, then next week, makes it that much more likely. I want you guys to put on your Coach McCarthy hats. Okay. Tyron Smith, right, Big T Smith, mm. comes back. Okay? He opens up his window. He comes back to practice. First full practice, live live practice. Okay? Yep. Who do you put against him for the first live rep? <laughs> to test him out. Tack McKinley. <laughs> huh? I like that. Micah, Tack, <laughs> Dorrance, Sam. And it's not Micah. Uh, no, it's not Mike. It's not D-Law. Dorrance? Who are you putting as a first round? I mean, I, if you want to, you want to, you want to know where he's at, right? First yeah. day back. I want to. Let's see what he got. Maybe D-Law. Maybe just because I know D-Law is a veteran and he knows how to control his his. So you want him body. to take it easy? Like, no, I want him I to Sam not Williams. hurt. Tank him. is taking. You saying easy? Sam Williams? See, Sam, Williams Sam Williams is reckless though. Tank in is a good way. No, but he can lock him up quick. He's saying that because he's savvy vet. He knows how to he knows how to control his body, and he's not going to hurt. Tyron Smith. That's mm. what I'm saying. So D Law is not going to get tangled up on accident because he's going up against a veteran. Beamer, he, he's been up against them four billion times. Be- Beamer, so me, you, you got Sam D-Law. Williams. Beamer. I got Sam Williams. Beamer got Sam Williams. You got D Law. Who you got? I'm going with Dorrance. You going I, with Dorrance? I, go with Dorrance. Wow. I think Dorrance has a, a similar motive to Sam with the refinement of D Law. So I think he's a good mix between the two. Yeah, he's probably an in between. Yeah, he's I would a, agree with that. I want Tack tweener. You want Tack? <laughs> You want those arms against? I want violence. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, violence. I want violence. Violence. You want to know where he's at? You want to test him out? Give me violence. Violence. Give me the biggest, the biggest colon hole that you have. Because okay. there's going to be violent during the game. Colon hole. That needs to be a t-shirt. I like the, colon hole. The, the thing about... 
okay, you know what? The more that I'm thinking about okay. your, your, okay. your thinking here. <laughs> you want to rebuttal? Here's here's the thing. When when Tyron Smith went down in the preseason, mm-hmm. when he went down in training camp. That was a freak accident. It was a freak accident. Yeah. It was something that nobody everybody anticipated, but nobody anticipated at the same fall time. Like that. Exactly. It wasn't like it was a normal thing. Plus, what's been the biggest problem with Tyron Smith? It's not his play. Nope. It's his health. It's, right. It's his it's his health. That's the problem. But never this body part. I don't think you really want to test it, but maybe you do. Uh, come on. Like morality on, wise, morality wise, no. Come on, coach. You don't want to put right. him in harm's so, way. Come on, coach. You, 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 you need to test it, but not push it. Correct. That's kind of where I'm that's at. So what, that's what as a head that, coach, you want to test it, but in not practice, push. everybody's watching how you respond to this. Who are you putting against Tyron Smith? Tyron, if you're I'm watching Talking Cowboys, you're putting Dorrance. We've got an extra we got chair. We'd Dorrance, love to ask you this question. We got Dorrance, D Law, Sam, and Tack. Okay. The fact that you got four guys that you would put out there is crazy. Yeah. But I like it. We're all we're all thinking differently. Yeah. I want yeah. the madman. Get out. Well, if him. you want the madman, then you'd put Micah out there. I don't think Micah's a madman. I think he's. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm saying like not in that regard. I'm I talking. About, I'm saying. talking about violence. Yeah. I'm not yeah. talking about just pure talent. Mike, Micah doesn't Mike. know. I, the difference between uniforms. If he's on, if you're on the other side right. of the line of scrimmage, he's gonna flatten. Yeah, yeah he's I hear you. animal. I hear you. Like sociopath. <laughs> I still attack. I, I feel you. Listen, I'm not a Decepticon. Tech. Tech is my guy. Decepticon. <laughs> However, you did it buzz, the other day. Buzz. <laughs> buzz, buzz. <laughs> All right, we're taking our first break. When we come back, sound. oh <laughs> yeah, you gotta find it. Sound. You gotta find it. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna take a look at the secondary. How can the Colts hurt the Dallas secondary and have Anthony Brown's struggles from a couple years back returned these last few weeks? We'll talk about it when we come back. More talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee. Right after this, when you build, you start with the foundation, and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA Equal Housing Lender Credit and Collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. 
Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Tis the season for Dallas Cowboys holiday youth camps, presented by Invisalign. Registration for one-day football and dance academy camps are now open. Don't miss your chance to send your athlete to camp at AT&T Stadium on December 20th and 21st. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash academy. Welcome back in. Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Now, we've been asking fans throughout the week to send in your nickname, I guess nominations, is that what it would be? Mm-hmm. Nickname nominations mm-hmm. for this I've Dallas gotten, defense. I've gotten, how many have you guys received? At l- over 200, oh. probably. Le- legitimately, I've I've got. I mean, I've so I've put a out a tweet. Got a lot of homework to do. No yeah, I'm not up there with a 200. It's probably because your DMs are closed, Patrick. Nobody oh. can send you a DM, buddy. Oh, that's yeah. probably why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah I got that fair. for a very Safe long that way. time. What was that, Beamer? Yeah, I got a text or excuse me, a DM from a lady this morning. She gave me her name for Patrick and says, "Would y'all let Pat know that his DMs are disabled?" Mm. Mm. Trying to call him out on it. She slid into the door. Slid in the back door. (laughs) Hit the producer Ah, button. Boom. She tried to slide in the DMs and hit the wood door. Bang. 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 Broken angles. Uh, Lock. 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 (laughs) Key. Don't wonder he's not getting any of these great names that people are trying to send him. Uh, I sent out a tweet the other day. Mail it to me. It has 245 (laughs) replies. Oh, my. Yeah, people are... People are having fun with it. So tell it, tell keep it sending them. To me. Keep sending them. If I haven't replied. Email it to you. She's probably listening. She's no, mail it. Of, oh, mail it. Yeah, mail okay. it. Use a I've, got a, I've got a bunch of <laughs> One right Cowboys here. way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I haven't read them all yet. I promise I will get to them because I mean, there's like a bunch it. of them that are un, unread. I will get there uh, and we will have some fun on Friday. Send it to me as a raven. Send it to the user. The sound, the sound effects are getting there. Beam, they're trying to, they're trying the sound effects, but they're just not cutting it. So Whoa. we need a Decepticon oh. sound oh. and a Raven. Oh. There you go. There For you like go. two seconds. This, but it was on point. You could clip that. Mm. And you could put it on the loop. Yeah, I don't know what that Raven call was. I don't know what that, that, what was. that was. That was bad. Oh. That was... <laughs> He's trying to do the, the mean green eagle. That's what he's trying to do. Oh, no. No. Do they have a sound or they just have a sound? Yeah, they do call. Like a, a call, oh, like an eagle. A call. C-A-W, C-A-W call. call. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. I don't have the, 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 the voice to yeah, do it okay. right now. I, I can't do I know. it. You're, you're protecting the voice box for this weekend. Right? Yeah, I've got a big weekend. Yeah, we're right right right. we're going to turn up. If this weather clears up, we're about to turn up. Oh, man. 
I hope it clears up, man. I'm I'm nervous. Cowboys Nation, y'all send some up for your boys because I promise you, if this weather passes and we're able to be out there on Sunday for the pregame live show, I'm doing a cartwheel. And we're going to take pictures with everybody that has a sign, by the way, too. Can you do a backflip? No, I, I can't. I got you. <laughs> you I got you. I'll do, I'll do a backflip. No hands? Like Turpin? No hands. Yep. Straight no, up I Turpin. I don't have that in my yep. inventory. All right. Let's take a look at the Dallas defense going up against the Colts offense. It is a Wednesday, so we're previewing the defense. Ha! This Colts offense has some weapons. It, it really does. does. A few. Michael Pittman Jr. on the outside, former USC wide receiver. Uh, you, you have guys at least... Jelani Woods had his best game. Jonathan Taylor, of course, he's still a great player. But what about Matt Ryan? Can he test you through the air still? When you look at him on film, is he still somebody that's a threat for somebody to maybe potentially challenge the the Dallas defense? I don't believe so. Yeah. I don't believe so. I think he locks in on his receivers. He doesn't really work through his progressions anymore like he used to. I don't think that he has the time. He has his offensive line actually – on the stat line, on paper, pretty good. It's pretty doggone good. Yeah. Um, but he's not getting the time that I think he wants. And he's locking in on one receiver and, and going there, forcing it. Doesn't matter if that person is open or not. Uh, it's causing him to have some turnovers and some inconsistencies on the offensive side of the ball. And I think with Dallas's pass rush that we just talked about for 15 minutes, uh, those guys are going to cause havoc for him and, and really cause some issues. He's older. He doesn't like getting hit anymore. He can't handle getting hit anymore. So he's just like, get this ball out of my hands. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I'm going to go with a hard no as well. Um, when you look at a game, and obviously the league is a week-to-week league, yep. but when you look at the game they played, it'll be six days from when they play the Cowboys. Monday night against the Steelers, Yep. Yeah. I don't think they had any passing yards in the first quarter, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was zero passing yards. Through five total attempts through yeah, the air it, in the it first was, half. It was, it was abysmal. And Matt Ryan, 11 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. Um, when your top three receivers have a combined touchdown tally of six mm-hmm. between three of them. And sacked the co- 32 times. It, right. So his age is catching up with him because whatever mobility he had, he was never a, a no. super mobile quarterback. But he had a little a little bit of escapability in his prime in Atlanta. That's gone. Uh, the <laughs> offensive line hasn't been poor, but – the time he needs to be able to allow the play to develop with receivers that aren't stretching the field is what's leading to his sacks. So a lot of that is covered sacks as well. Uh, and guess what the Cowboys do well? They cover well and they sack well, coverage sacks. Um, I think Ryan is in for a very long day. Now, there is a part of me that is traumatized by Christian Watson. Um, hmm. So you just never know. And Michael Pittman, he has some he has some legs on him. Paris Campbell can go up and attack the ball. Yep. So you know, keep an eye on those guys and make sure that they don't, for whatever reason, have an explosive day. But if you can even remotely just do your job against those guys um, from a pass defense aspect of it, you're, you're going to feast on Matt Ryan. The real question is is Jonathan Taylor. Mm. That's the question. He is lethal. With a capital Lee, mm. yeah, he's he's dangerous. Um, he's, oh my goodness, he's. I mean, he's. It's very much like what you just face, in the sense that if you could shut down Saquon, if you could shut down Dalvin Cook, if you could shut down these guys, then you're probably in a good position. Um, but even more so, this team. This team is less dangerous than those that we faced as of recent weeks. Um, 
just a just as dangerous as, as a running back. Is Jonathan Taylor more dangerous? He's he's just specifically? as dangerous. I mean, we face some of the league's best. Let's no just doubt. keep it one hundred, right? Yeah. We, right? In terms of running backs, talent wise, we face some of the best backs in the league. Fact. And when there's a couple more that have to come across the table. Yep. That we that we have to face going forward the rest of the season. But regardless of their talent level, if they can't execute their game plan, that talent can't be utilized. So if Dallas can come out and shut down and put all their attention on Taylor, right? They that's the thing about this defense. They're allowed to focus on one aspect of the game because the other aspect they're so much more dominant in. Mm-hmm. Versus, okay, these teams are so equally yoked all across the board. We can't really dial in on one thing. We have to be able to stop this and we got to stop this. This isn't that. This isn't this isn't a Miami. This isn't a San Fran. This isn't any of those teams, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs that are just equally yoked across the field and you have to respect and regard everybody. This is literally like, hey, focus on shutting down Taylor. You shut down Taylor, Matty Ice has to drop back, and we know what we do and with that. Over. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that's literally all the defense has to focus on because they can't hurt you in the air because of the front seven. The Colts have no victories when Jonathan Taylor rushes for less than 90 yards this season. Hmm. That tells you what needs to happen. So yeah. if you had to make the team – one divi- one dimensional. Oh, golly, I can't even speak. It <laughs> one dimensional. It would it would take away the run, make them one dimensional through the air, right? Yeah. And that's make what, that's them what throw you the want football from the Colts. That's absolutely what you want. From Have the you Colts. shown defensively that you can do that? Yes. Yes. You, Against, showed, you showed in Minnesota. You yeah, can Minnesota. Do it. Okay. Yeah, and Minnesota was more dangerous in the air than Indianapolis. Facts. I agree with that. Right, I would Completely. say that the running backs are equally yoked. If I had to put those guys side by side, Dalvin Cook and Jonathan Taylor, I would say those guys are both talent wise about the same level, skill set. Mm-hmm. But if you shut down that aspect, if you shut down that aspect, and Minnesota didn't didn't hurt you with then, Jefferson, and, yeah, with and Jefferson Thielen and Thielen and, and Hawkinson and all, then this team definitely doesn't stand a chance in that record. We're literally focusing on one receiver. Yeah. That you're, it's Pittman and Paris Campbell, those are the two. Exactly. And Jelani Woods kind of had a, a coming out party yeah. last no, week. No disrespect to the other. That guys. was I mean, basically but, out of necessity. But you're though. really concerned about shutting down, you know, Pittman because that's where that's where Matt Ryan wants to go with the ball. So does that put more pressure on a secondary and a secondary that hasn't necessarily played particularly well the last couple of weeks? Um, if I was Al Harris and um, and Mr. Edwards, I would say go up there and get your hands on these guys at the line of scrimmage. And I'm taking Minnesota out of the last couple oh, yeah. of weeks in that Especially conversation. For a, a quarterback in Matt Ryan yeah. who doesn't want to go through his reads go, anymore. Yeah, go get in their hip pocket yeah. because our front seven's going to get home. And when they get home, Matt Ryan's going to give you an opportunity. Right? His stats sure. show it. His film shows it. He's going to throw it up. He's going to lock in on one guy. And he's throwing it there whether he's guarded or not. So why, or he'll fumble it. Yeah, that too. But awesome. why, why give them the space to beat you on a route? Why give them the space? Why give them the time to even get their route started? Go up there, get your hands on them. By the time that he even remotely gets five yards down the field, we, we should be in the backfield or the ball should be in the air. Looking at the film, one thing that stood out to me this past week is how far off the ball Anthony Brown plays mm. significantly. Trayvon does it too from time to time, but Trayvon has the reaction and the the closing ability to get there. Okay. Does Anthony Brown have that? Because it looked like there were a couple times where – the Giants picked up on it at the line of scrimmage, had a quick little check with me, looked over to the side, and then threw the football that direction. It was a big reason why there were some completions, especially in the second half. But why is he playing so far off the ball, and is there a benefit in doing so? I don't know why he's doing it. I mean, there's times where, you know, based upon the weapons, based upon the scheme up front, mm-hmm. right, the rushes, the, the coverage underneath, 
you know, Al Harris and the defense is asking you to play a particular technique. Sure. And so I don't, I'm not peppy as to why they may be doing that, but I know that that changes from week to week. Even when you turn on the Colts film, even though we're not talking about their defense, their series where they'll literally go man, I mean, man coverage press for one series, they'll go man, man off, you know, for one series, and then they'll go cover two for a series. And it's like the theme of the series. So sometimes defenses just change it up. Um, I don't know if that's if that's what they were doing in that particular instance, but obviously that wasn't to AB's favor. Yeah, I wonder, and we had this conversation offline. I wonder if Anthony Brown is maybe dealing with something um, physically, because normally one of the fastest guys on the roster uh, is, I don't want to say struggling, but he's not consistently able to to stay glued to the hip of the receiver on these go routes. Yep. Um, so. I, and this is complete speculation, so I don't want to draw a circle around any particular area. But, but I just wonder if there's something that's yeah. kind of taking half a step away from him sure. at this point in the season. People need to understand that. I mean, and that, again, this is all speculation, but people need to understand that if you're playing in a game, it does it does not mean that you're 100. percent Right. No. <laughs> you know, I think I think some people, I think I truly believe that some people believe that if, if guys are on the field playing, that you should be at 100. percent That's right. that's not the case, people. Right. And. If it, if it is, in fact, a situation where Anthony Brown is not 100% and maybe there's a soft tissue issue kind of nagging him, stealing a, a split some, second, then you're going to – you're George Edwards, you're Al Harris, you're Dan Quinn, you're going to say back him up a little bit. Back him up because he needs that space to recover if they're going to go on a go route. Otherwise, you play him up front, you press him, and, yeah, you might win that battle. But if you lose and they get that release mm. – and this might be a guy who's not 100%. You got that, that's toast. Yeah. That's toast. That might be the case. It could be. And like you said, complete <laughs> speculation. We haven't heard anything. But right. teams went away from Anthony Brown. The first four games of the season, he was targeted at least nine times, and he gave up at least six receptions in each of those games. Uh, first five games of the year, he was at least targeted nine times. He gave up four against L.A. in week five. But after that, the the largest total that he's been targeted was seven, and that was in the most recent game against the Giants. There was four, three, four, three, five uh, in the middle of the season because he was playing hands-on. He was right on top of people. He was shutting guys down, having a really good season, kind of what we saw last year from Anthony Brown. I don't want it to go back to the first five weeks of the season when we were questioning whether or not he should even be a starter. Because he he shut that up. He had 17 pass breakups last year. Yeah. So quiet as it's kept, along with his three interceptions, but quiet as it's kept, he's been um, a strong performer for the Cowboys, especially yeah. opposite Trayvon Diggs. He was a key reason why teams would not throw away from Trayvon Diggs last year they because they didn't want to throw it at AB. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, looks like he's, you know, obviously he battled a concussion, but he didn't miss any games due to that. But he's been on the injury report more than once. And sure. I just wonder, to Isaiah's point, at this point of the year, as we cross into December, Who's playing healthy? Who's 100%? You know, you're hard-pressed to find somebody who's 100% not playing through something. And I just wonder if looking at the film, because of the spacing that they're they're uh, scheming him up for, they weren't doing that in 2021. I just wonder if there's something nagging him a little bit that he's yeah. playing through. Um, but then you would – I know that the rebuttal for that would be, okay, well, let's – heal, let him heal up, let him rest. Okay, well, when Kelvin Joseph was in, he didn't acquit himself himself well at opposite Trevon Diggs. Nashawn Wright, we, we got a lot of love for Nashawn Wright, but doesn't seem like he's ready to step in that role just yet, mm-hmm. which is why the Cowboys aren't putting him in that role. Uh, Deron Bland, he's 
he's the J. Lou role. He's in the J. Lou role right now. If Jordan Lewis was present and healthy, then Bland would be an option to allow AB to heal. But as as insane as the depth is for the Cowboys' defensive line and their safety unit and some of these other positions, linebacker, the cornerback room doesn't benefit from that amount of depth, yeah, talent wise. So wish it did. That would definitely be a, a another surplus of talent, but. Yeah, you can't have everything, right? Yep, I guess even even as nasty as this defense is, uh, five PBUs by the way for Anthony Brown last year. He had seventeen, mm-hmm. so keep that in mind as we are heading into Week Thirteen. When we come back, who has the most pressure on them on the defensive side to slow down Jonathan Taylor in this Colts ground game? When we come back, right after this, with more talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. This is exactly what you were supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be typing on your your, your tablet oh, here. I'm going yeah, 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 yeah. Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn's yeah. longtime support of service members, veterans, and their families demonstrate the salute to service. 
to honor, empower, and connect with those that preserve our freedoms. The Cowboys are proud to nominate Coach Quinn as our 2022 NFL Salute to Service Award Club nominee. Join us in making sure he becomes a finalist for this prestigious award by voting at NFL.com slash Salute Fan Vote. And yes, as Isaiah is showing you at the moment, Let's go you see DQ. that check mark right there? You can vote Let's go multiple DQ. times. Look at that. What's it say up there? Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Guessing your vote. Yep, I did it. Who'd you vote for? Dan freaking Quinn. Waiting on you guys. You guys got to do it. Let's go. I need you guys to tweet all of us and let us know that you guys voted for DQ today. Do it. There you go. Done and done. Your your inboxes aren't full enough yet? Man. Get in there. You know what I'm looking forward to, though? What? I know we're talking about, you know, players and all that kind of stuff, but, (laughs) you know, I spent a little time in Seattle. Yeah. And Dan Quinn is a product of a dude named... Gus Bradley. Mm-hmm. And Gus Bradley just happens to be the defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh. So you have the sensei going against the master. Hmm. Very interesting. It's very interesting to see how this how this pans out. From my hand. Do, now Bradley doesn't have nearly the weapons. He has some dogs over there. We'll talk about it tomorrow. But they're a little banged up. They're banged up. They're but banged I, up. but I, they're missing their but biggest scheme dog. wise. They're making anybody their understands man. what DQ does. Yeah. It's that guy. It's that guy. Yeah. We'll preview the Colts mm. defense tomorrow against the Cowboys offense, so it should be fun. Patrick, who has more pressure on them on the defensive side of the football to slow down the scary it, Jonathan Taylor? Do it. Oh. What what unit, or it could be a specific player, either one? It's it's going to be the linebackers. Mm. It's going LVE? To the, linebackers. the Wolf oh. Hunter? You know what? Damone yeah. Clark? Yes, to both of those, but I'd put more of the onus on LVE Okay, from both a veteran capacity and how he's schemed up. If LVE is playing how he played against Saquon Barkley and helping, you know, fill those gaps and be disciplined and, you know, and helping to set the edge, that makes it that much easier for the rookie and Damone Clark to be able to do the same and, and do a little bit of patrolling back there in the event that uh, Taylor, who does have speed, gets out on the edge and does burn it. So I'm looking at those two guys. I'm looking at LVE and Damone. And, yes, that is a lot to ask of a a rookie Mm. who didn't have training camp or preseason. But you know what? What? Um, Number one, welcome to the show, Mm -hmm. uh, Damone. Number two, he's going to continue to have his rookie hiccups, but he's also shown flashes of ability. Um, So I would love to see him meet Jonathan Taylor uh, in in one of those gaps and and introduce himself. But I'm going to go more so – Let's say fifty-one forty-nine, LVE to Demone, but for me, fifty-one forty-nine—that's not by a lot. It's not by a lot because because of where Demone is being tasked to play. It, He's okay. being tasked. Is it a pure fifty-one, like point oh? Or no, we're not 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 okay. specific numbers. Like fifty-one point four. We're going whole like numbers. Forty whole numbers. Stick with the integers. Right, um, right. Yeah. So you go on linebackers. Okay. I'm going, um, linebackers. I'm going to the one and three techniques. I need Gala. More, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I need some guy more, mm-hmm. and I need Hankins. Mm-hmm. I need those two big fellas to clog yeah. up the middle. Yeah. If you can force these guys to the outside, I've, I'm fully confident that Dallas's outside coverage, DNs, outside linebackers have learned their lesson, and they have more than enough speed to run to the edges. Yeah. The inside needs to be sure up. I would much rather a team try to test us on the outside than on the inside. And and Jonathan Taylor does a heck of a job of coming. Forward. Yeah, he's north to south. Yeah, he's north to south guy. So in terms of where we need to be sure at, until those one and threes. Yeah, until he's not. But those one <laughs> and three techniques have to be on point. Until so Neville Gallimore 
and Big Hankins and the rest of the crew. Cubo. Yeah, Cubo, all those guys. I need those guys to lock it down, to consume those inner three offensive linemen. Just take away the center and guards. Just just literally take that element out of it it. and put the game on the tackles. Yeah. I, I think I would go with the interior as well. And and I want to throw Osa Digizua in there as well. Because I think Osa Digizua. I can do it again. Oh, I think wow. I think Osa's gotten better as the yeah, year's no, gone along absolutely. in terms of stopping the run. Yeah, his best it's game happening. by far against the run was Great against Saquon year. Barkley and the Giants. Yeah. The way that he's able to take up multiple blockers, the way he's able to to, to shoot a gap and at vertical. least take it up. Because early in the season he was getting turned around. Yep. There were offensive guards and, and centers were having their field day because they were just turning them around. He's and getting skinny. He's now. done. Yeah. That's that's okay, that's a great way to put mm-hmm. it. Great term. Because that's what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. staying firm and he's staying square. Yeah. And it's bl- clogging up running lanes and it's allowing for those linebackers to run yeah. free behind him. As it relates to um, you know, the context of how deep the Cowboys defensive line is, in comparison to where Osa could potentially be He's all things considered, he's having kind of a breakout year. It's like a mini breakout year because he's really getting the job done. <laughs> We're trying to talk about stuff. Derek's trying to get us out of the studio, hey, even hey, though he's hey, the hey, one that changed his time. It's fine. I should turn the camera. He should tell yeah. the head yeah. coach to not have it They're earlier. Hating. They're hating right. because our show's doing right. They know the cash cow. They know what the cash cow is. Yeah, look at they it. They can't have it. There's Derek and Amber. Amber's just smiling. She's not doing anything wrong. It's just Derek. All right, we've still got 20 seconds. I'm going to ag out every single one of these starting now. 20 seconds, 19. For Isaiah Stamb, back for Patrick Nosey Walker for Chris Beam in the back I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long we'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company tomorrow we preview the Colts (laughs) defense versus the Cowboys offense we'll see you then this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club how about this Cowboys